Hi there and welcome to Good Day Vale. Today's episode is one that is really near and dear to every one of our hearts because it has to do with the town of Avon. This is the History of Avon episode and I am so blessed to have Kim Nottingham who is the manager of the Slopeslide Lounge at Beaver Creek as well as Kathy Hiker who's the president of the Eagle County Historical Society who's also an author of many books. We're going to talk about something everyone in this valley should know about, and that's the town of Avon. Didn't, probably didn't know that it was incorporated in 1978. Um, census never even came here until 1980. Um, and the current census uh, for the town of Avon is approximately 6,100 people. Avon, as you may or may not know, includes Wild Ridge, Mountain Star, Wild Wood, um, and it's approximately 5,400 acres. And through this episode, you're going to hear about the, the drama of the Nottingham family, um, but what they did to make Avon such an amazing place. And we'll also hear uh, a little bit more about the history of the town and how it became what it is today. So stay tuned. We'll be right back with Good Day Vale. Cheers. Good Day and welcome back to Good Day Vale. This is the History of Avon episode, and I am thrilled to have two local historians with me today to just tell us all about this fabulous town. As I mentioned in the introduction, I have Kim Nottingham. I think we go no further than her name and, and the history that it brings to this town, as well as Kathy Hiker, who is the president of the Eagle County Historical Society. Um, so with that, before we jump into the town, ladies, I would love for you to tell our viewers, why Vail? How long have you been here? Why do you call it home? And you know, what is it that just brings out the best of you and your families here? Yeah, Kim, um, I think you need to go I first. I need to go first. Um, well, my dad was born in Avon um, in 1930. He was part of the ranching family that was here. And your dad's Maury. My dad, Maury. And so he was here until 1947. He left because he did not want to be a rancher. So he went to, um, off to pursue other endeavors. But he did um, always love skiing. And so that's what brought us back to the valley in 1968. We moved to Vail in 1968 as a family. So that's where I was able to grow up between Avon and Vail. And Kim, um, what is it that you do now? You've been very involved in the mountains and, and with, you know, Vail Resorts too. So tell us a little bit about what you do now. Well, I've been, I've been with Vail Resorts 40 years. So I started teaching oh, skiing wow. and, um, and I got in the product sales end of it. And now I'm in guest services. So I just, it's part of my, who I am, you know, serving guests that come to this valley. 
And for the viewers, if you're ever at Beaver Creek, stop in the Slopeside Lounge and just say hello to Kim and thank her for spending time with us here on this episode. So, now Kathy, what about you? I came to the Valley right out of college in 1972 with a journalism degree. Grew up in Denver, but always wanted to work in the mountains. And I found a job, a little weekly newspaper in Eagle, the Eagle Valley Enterprise, where they hired me to be the editor, which was also the photographer, the ad salesman, and the reporter. Uh, so you were a one-lady show? <laughs> yes. Yeah, okay. And uh, kind of got captured by the small town living, where you knew everybody and an easy walk out your door to some great scenery and hikes and, and outdoor activities. So, you know, kind of got captured by this valley. Yeah, it's not hard to be captured by it um, in so many different ways. And um, actually, before we go on, and speaking of this valley, um, is there a little happy fact, an unknown fact that either the two want to share to our viewers uh, that people may not know about you? Um, well, I guess because my, my last name, people think I was probably born here, but I was born in Aspen when my, pa <laughs> when, <laughs> okay. when my parents were ski bums. So again, my dad following his passion and my mom, you know, following my dad and so starting a family. So that's where I was born. I love that. And it, it shows that when you came back here, uh, there's a reason why you came back here because yeah. this veil is so captivating. So, yeah. Kathy. Oh, I would say um, because of all the time I spend, I, I write local history books and working in the archives and stuff, I often can pass along the gossip of the 1880s and 1890s in Eagle County better than I can tell you what's going on today. Oh, I love that. You know something, we might have to have coffee afterwards because even just talking about Kim's family, it just um, sparks up a, a, a type of um, um, uh, history that I, I just love. And uh, so, well, thank you for sharing that with us. And for our viewers, She's an author of multiple history books. Are they all here in the Valley? Yes, at okay. the Bookworm, at the um, uh, Eagle Pharmacy, and so forth, or online through EagleCountyHistoricalSociety.com. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. okay. All right, well, speaking of history and speaking of books, um, let's talk a little bit about Avon. Um, so... Let's talk about the history. Where did it start? And, and actually, I'm going to ask the both of you to kind of just tell the story. So, Kathy, how about if you just start it, and then when we get to the family piece of this, it would be great for Kim to share her side of this. Okay, Avon got its start as a ranching community, and in the, in the 1880s, most of the people who were initially drawn to this county came for the mining. They were mining silver up on Battle Mountain. But that's a very boom and bust kind of economy. It's got its ups and downs, and and it's difficult work in the mines. So after people get tired of that un, unstable situation, they start looking elsewhere for opportunities, and they venture down the valley, see these bottomlands and their potential for agriculture, and the Homestead Act enabled them to acquire land for for free if they would stay on it for five years, make improvements, which could be uh, removing the rocks and plowing the field or building a cabin, or building a fence, then they could own it. So it was, it was an opportunity. They came here for the opportunity. Definitely mining is always a big factor in Eagle County, but after about 1900, agriculture was the bigger economic driver for the county. And what were they mining for back then? Um, silver was the big one. They were certainly looking for gold. Then over the years, um, it, other metals, other metals on Battle Mountain became important. Um, zinc, molybdenum, uh, they're, they're elements that strengthen steel. The, those mines 
thrived during the world wars. They, hmm. There was need for what they offered. And and the, you mentioned the Homestead Act. What year was that? I believe 1862, okay. around there. Because then that's a, a great segue into the Nottingham family um, because they were key in, in utilizing the Homestead Act. So right, Kim, so my, my great-grandfather, William Nottingham, um, was not the first homesteader in Avon, but he bought the first homestead from the Herwick family. And I um, learned that it was about, he paid $800 for the rights to 160 acres and the improvements that had been made, including the cabin and the animals and all of that um, to the 160 acres. So that, and he, that was about 1882 that he bought that, um, the rights to that homestead. And so tell us a little bit about how your family enacted the Homestead um, Act for their family at the time. Because, Kathy, as you said, it's about enhancing the home, um, the homestead. So, Kim, continue on with the, the so, chronological piece of this. So um, William had come out from Iowa by himself for the mining, and he was a teamster and entrepreneur. He was hauling logs and whatnot. So he finally brought his family out from Iowa with three children, um, his wife Angeline, and then three of their children. And they kind of lived between Bell's Camp, which was the mining camp below Red Cliff, but, and above the ghost town now of Gilman. So that was the area where three more of the children were born. And um, once they had their land in Avon, they kind of lived between both places. And it seems like in the summers they were down in Avon, but then in Bell's Camp they were up there in the winter um, because of the schooling for the children because Avon had no, no infrastructure as a, as a town or really a community. And, and as I recall, you mentioned the Red Cliff area. Um, it, it, for those of us that have driven over the bridge in Red Cliff, um, share with our viewers a little bit about the vision that your family had, at least at that time, as it relates to the infrastructure and, and the bridge. So my grandfather, Harry Nottingham, um, who's the name on the, the park, Harry Nottingham Park, was a county commissioner here in Eagle County for like 32 years. He was on the school board for 28. And he was a visionary with making an easier access from Leadville, you know, on, on Highway 24. So they got the, they worked with the federal government and the state to get a bridge built at Red Cliff. So he was instrumental on that. He was also instrumental on Vail Pass um, and getting that to come over um, from Summit County to Eagle County. And he was the one that suggested naming it after the, the state um, highway commissioner, Charlie Bale. Oh, interesting. I did not, wow, that's, that's fascinating. Um, now, Kathy, you had mentioned that, you know, Avon and, and I'm assuming parts of Eagle County were part of the Westwood expansion. When you and I were preparing for this, you had mentioned that. Help us understand that a little bit, but then also Avon in context to the other towns in Eagle County. Um, at, at the time when, when the West was being settled, manifest destiny was a sort of philosophical concept. That, and, and people believed that it, it was our destiny. It was, it was people's destiny, these, these immigrants from Europe and stuff, to come and take over the Westlands, which were occupied by indigenous yes, people, yeah. by the Utes around here. But they believed it, it was their destiny. It was their right to do that. So that's in part what brought these pioneers here. 
they're also adventurous. They're all looking for opportunity, and it's no small amount of work to clear the sagebrush off of 160 acres yeah. of land, <laughs> you know, build My a cabin. My back hurts just thinking about right, that. My yeah. hands feel torn up just thinking <laughs> yeah. about that. And I'm, when, I, when I research the pioneers, I'm often struck by how they did everything. They worked in the mines. William was a teamster. That's a tremendous skill. You have to drive heavy wagons with a team of about six big workhorses and down Battle Mountain, you know, good grief. It, it good wouldn't grief, be, right? be challenging. They weren't afraid to try anything. I, I think they're amazing examples of, of what they can do for a community. And they were interested in making this into a better place, too. A lot of them made money and spent it to make the community better. You know, they flipped real estate a lot, like when yeah. he bought... Yeah the Avon um, acreage from Herwick, they, they did that a lot because they were going on to the next place, yeah. the next best place. Well, speaking of the next best place, um, ladies, sit tight. And our viewers, you must stay tuned because we've got a lot more to teach you and educate you on the town of Avon. So stay with us. Good day, Vale. This is Cece Zach, and this is the History of Avon episode. Good day, Vale. Good day, Vale. Hi, and welcome back to Good Day Bam. This is the History of Avon episode, and we are in the second segment. And I am so excited to hear about history of the families here. Um, Kathy, you had mentioned that you could tell a lot of stories uh, about the history and people and, and what have you. And Kim, um, your family's been here forever. Is there a, an interesting or intriguing story that um, the public probably knows about, but our viewers probably don't, about your family that just creates more intrigue for this town? Well, like I said, my great-grandfather, William um, Nottingham, was one of the original homesteaders, and he eventually went into business with partners Peter Pooter and Ernest Hurd, and they formed Nottingham and Company and ultimately had 640 acres here in Avon that they were running as a ranching business. And Only 640 acres. Yeah. 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 And, uh, but, you know, as things happen, um, you know, drama happens, and business maybe wasn't going as well as they thought, and so there was some disagreements, and ultimately there was um, a shooting, and oh. Ernest Hurd killed William Nottingham in self-defense in a barn in Redcliffe. Oh. So, um, and at that point, Peter Pooter had already had already died. So it was just then down to Ernest Hurd and Angeline Nottingham running the the business, and ultimately they married three years later. Okay. And so that's kind of the the story behind the story. And, and now now I guess it makes sense for me because there's a herd lane in Avon, isn't there? So My dad named that road after his grandmother. After his grandmother, okay. Yep, which was, you know, Angie. Yep. Nottingham herd. Wow, that is, um, that is definitely a, a made-for-TV movie type of story. Yeah. So thank you for sharing that sure. with us. It gives us a, a different perspective. And so if we shift gears a little bit and we go from the family dynamics back to the, um, the, the survival pioneering um, uh, techniques and, and, and survival here in Avon, um, you had mentioned agricultural. So is, I think this, this town kind of started with lettuce. This town, yes, Avon is agricultural. Um, the Nottinghams were certainly one of the first to get established in, in agriculture there. 
key crops were lettuce, particularly head lettuce. Okay. The warm summer days and crisp cold summer nights make beautiful tight heads of lettuce and uh, they coined some names for it, iceberg lettuce, um, ever crisp lettuce is their marketing tool. Potatoes were also a big crop. Harry Nottingham, um, who was who's William's son, mm -hmm. um, was a particularly prominent uh, potato farmer. And, um, you know, again, the, the soils here were rich enough to, to do that. Uh, the ranchers around here were raising either cattle or sheep. Cattle were the okay. initial uh, livestock brought in, and the sheep came in later. But this, is, you know, was an agricultural valley, and uh, agricultural drove this right up till the, the ski resort started developing. The strategy, if you're um, a homesteader, is you get partners or relatives to homestead adjacent parcels so you can expand your holdings enough to run cattle or to grow um, a profitable crop. Okay. Yeah. Um, and did homesteading only occur in Avon or was it in other, it was in all the other towns as well? Oh, all throughout the West, all yes. All throughout the West, yeah. oh, okay, so you're just saying, all right, yeah. moving on. Um, we also, you've been so gracious in, in supplying in, um, photos for us. And so um, if we could pull up uh, some photos from Avon, I think we're, we have one for you to look at. And Kim, maybe you could comment about how people got to school, because this is uh, yeah. the Avon School. That's the Avon Schoolhouse. So even though we're in the ski industry now, the, those skis were used for transportation for the kids to get across the snow. To get to, to get the school, whether they're coming out of Beaver Creek or you know parts of Avon, coming or probably even coming up from Edwards wow. for, for school. And the next photo we have um, actually showed how they were transporting. I believe uh, this is the, um, the the lettuce transporter or the the agricultural transport um, uh, at the Avon train depot. The little hand cart, the yep. little railroad hand cart. Probably that's a section crew who who moves that vehicle along and checks for for uh, cracks in the, in, the, in the rails or something like that. But they're at the Avon train depot, which was key to shipping those lettuce crops, key to the agricultural success of the community. And it was located about where Burger King is. Uh -huh, Aha, Burger in, King. Yeah. All right, well, speaking of locations and, and being able to recognize this next one, um, for you viewers, even I recognize this one, not being here that long, I, I totally recognize that mountaintop. So which one of you would like to share what this is? So that was the Avon Amusement Center where the community would come and, you know, have socials, have dances, have um, parties. And the Gypsum Cliffs right above is at the entrance of Beaver Creek now. So it's about where the current bridge is going toward Beaver Creek. And as we talked about earlier, Mirabelle, the restaurant, is, is right around that corner there. Mm -hmm. That's an original building that is was part of your family? Well, it was part of, I mean, originally it was built by the Townsends, who were one of the homesteaders up in the Beaver Creek area. Okay. And then eventually Willis Nottingham and his family bought it when they started ranching. And Willis was a grandson of, of William Nottingham. Okay. And so then he was the one that, that was home that was ranching um, Beaver Creek and then ultimately sold his property to Vale Associates to become a ski resort. Wonderful. Oh, that's so that's so cool. Um, now, Kathy, we haven't had a chance to briefly talk about the Eagle County Historical Society. Please tell our viewers about the mission of your wonderful establishment. 
the mission of the Historical Society is to share Eagle County's really rich local history with visitors and locals. We operate a museum seasonally in Eagle. It's in an unheated barn, but it's open during warm weather months. We have we work closely with the library district to maintain archives at the Eagle Library. We bring programs into schools. Uh, very popular events are cemetery tours where we have actors research people in the graves and then portray them. And we've portrayed oh, wow. the Nottingham several times in, in um, Redcliffe. They're buried in Redcliffe. It's, um, it, it's a lot of history. What we find, if people know a little bit about their local history, it gives them a little bit of ownership in the community. They appreciate That's... learning about it, and they feel like they're part of it. And, and I love that you brought that up because, um, Kim, I'm sure your family had a vision for Avon, you know, when, when they established it and being part of the community. Please tell our viewers how involved your family was in the community, even after, you know, helping incorporate the town. Yeah, so my uncles, um, Alan and Arnold, were the last ranchers, and their, I mean, their ranch was in the, where the Avon town core is, and they sold their ranches in the early 70s um, to developers that started developing the Avon town core. Their cousin Bill still had his his ranch a little further east, and they knew that ranching that lifestyle at this part of the valley was kind of coming to an end, and it was it was time to to start developing a little bit, and so they were. I think um, my uncle Alan was the first mayor of Avon oh, wow. after it became incorporated in 1978. So I think we've been talking about the hundred years before we became an official town in 1978. A lot of people think that Avon. Is it just since 1978? That's, so that's I'm true. glad that we're talking yeah. about what happened the first hundred years. Absolutely, and and you know, as as much as people back then probably don't know that they're creating a vision, they really are. There's an ambition inside of them, and there's mm -hmm. a a. Uh, a direction and a pathway in which they lead or, or guide their family and the community and the community around them mm -hmm. that really is ambitious and that's why here we are you know a hundred years later and, so. and I think you still see it as wild as those first pioneer Nottinghams were and their story is wild <laughs> there there's murder interlaced with the family and sometimes they're on the dying end of it and sometimes they're the murderers but um, they also contributed to the community and particularly the next generations. Harry Nottingham with his many years as a county commissioner. Um, you still have Nottinghams on the town council in Avon today. They're trying to make where they live a better place. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and, and Kim, with that being said, there are so many different places here in Avon that are named after the family. Can you just tell our viewers, I mean, the one that comes to my mind is obviously Nottingham Park, uh, right off the top yeah, of my head. Yeah, so Nottingham is, is Harry A. Nottingham Park, named after my grandfather, because he was a core in creating the community, not just in Avon, but the, the county of Eagle. Um, he was a county commissioner, he was on the school board, plus he was a successful, you know, rancher, depending on the season, but he, he worked very hard. I think he got up at 4 a.m. Then there's Nottingham Lake, so that was named after, in general, the whole Nottingham family. Nottingham Road, I mean, it's all, all there. And then Nottingham Ranch Road is more where, where Bill Nottingham and his family um, had their sand and gravel and their business that way. Hard-working hard people. Yeah. Very hard-working people. And um, I, I, is there any, uh, in just in, in 10 seconds, is there any historical books that anyone could refer to? I, I had read doing my due diligence that so there's a Nottingham family history. Well, that's kind of a, a chronological thing that my dad um, accumulated 
facts and, and dates out of um, all of his research. So it's not really a published book. It's more of like an internal family document. Kathy has it. it for the Historical Society. but and It's in the libraries. It's in, in the library. libraries. Okay. Um, but there's not really a specific book about Avon, but I think that there are some books at the bookworm in, um, by Laura, well, Marmy Laura's last Laura one. Thompson, who okay. wrote A History of Beaver Creek, which is certainly inseparable from Avon. So. Yeah. yeah, and uh, then I think, oh, sorry, I was going to say that the town of Avon now has put historic markers around town um, with a different, like, explaining why it's Nottingham, named after Harry Nottingham, the park. And then there's about the water wheel, the power plant that Emmett and his wife have. So there's historic markers that people can Love see that. around town. Love that. Thank you for sharing that with us. Um, because uh, viewers, I'm going to ask all of you to do a little trail of why uh, our parks and our lakes are named after certain people and, and who they're named after. And with that, I cannot thank the two of you. Um, I, I thank you so much for joining me. I mean, I learned a, a tremendous amount in um, your, both of your commitment to community is just extraordinary, and that's what I hope our viewers get out of this, is that little bit of history um, and learning about things. And just thank you so much for being with Good Day Vale today. This was the History of Avon episode, and I'm Cece Zach with Kim and Kathy. Have a great day, everyone. On your way, the fun is waiting outside your door. Good day, Vail.